0: You're listening to Mom Day, a podcast released every Monday by two best friends who have the gift of Gap. We're your hosts, Danielle and Katie, and each week we'll talk about motherhood, friendship, marriage, and everything in between. Whether you seek community
1: or just need a good laugh, we hope you'll tune in each week and hear from us and many others that we love. Our goal is simple. We strive for authenticity. So let's get started.
0: Happy Monday. Um, The last time we recorded, you guys, I was so sick. And after that recording, I was literally down for the count. I went in the next day, uh, got tested for strep. I had a double ear infection. I was miserable. But this is not why I'm sharing this because something happened that I feel like needs to be in a public place. So... Ooh. I texted Danielle this. No, you know where I'm coming. <laughs> I never know what. <laughs> the spray. What? The spray.
1: Oh. <gasps> oh. Okay. No, so- I cannot believe this happened.
0: So what happened was I was on the couch crying. I mean, I am so miserable. It is like the worst thing ever. And I'm crying. I can- I haven't eaten anything in like two days. And I know you're not supposed to have dairy, and I've really been trying to watch what I'm putting in my body. But Zach was like, "Why don't I go get you like a milkshake?" And I was like, "Okay, like sure." You're I know you have nice. so dairy when you know you're con- like my throat was on fire. Anyways, he was like, "Okay, and babe, I'm gonna go get you some mouth sp- throat spray." I was like, "Great, mm-hmm. cool." So he goes and gets like the cherry spray.
1: <clears throat> First yeah. of all,
0: <clears throat> yeah, the cherry spray that's like. You know, brings back your childhood memories, and you're like disgusting. And I never (laughs) had this. Oh, you've never had it? No. So I was like, okay, cool. So I'm sitting on the couch, I'm crying. He comes home, and he's like, hey, baby, I found another spray, and it's organic, and it's like really healthy. And I was like, cool, big thanks. And he was, and I was like crying, and I was like, Zach, I'm just so miserable. Like all I want to do is laugh. And he's like, hey, why don't I do the sprays for you? And I was like, like in my mouth. And he was like, no, like I'll just see like how it feels. And I was like, cool, cool. And so if you know me and Zach, you know, like we are constantly laughing. We're constantly having a good time. And I was like, okay, go for it. So he does the red spray. He's like, mm, my childhood. And I was like, okay. My and childhood. then he does he does the menthol one. So it, I look at it, and it's Dr. <laughs> Something, menthol, eucalyptus. So he does, like, a few sprays. And he's like, oh, wow, this feels like a cough drop. And I was like, oh, cool. Great. Like, yeah, he's like, you know what the ending of a cough drop when it's, like, so cool on your throat and I was like, yeah, no. And he was like, it's it's great. Both of these are great combination. I was like, cool. So I do the – now I do one square of the red, and I, like, can't – for some reason I just can't understand the concept of spraying. So he goes and grabs Colette's wooden spoon and throws my tongue down, and he sprays it in my mouth. Oh, I didn't
1: hear this part.
0: Yeah, oh. so I'm gagging, crying. He's spraying it in. And then I'm like, okay, it's time for the second one. And I said, you said this has like a cooling effect, right? And he's like, yeah, it's not numbing, it's cooling. I was like, cool. So I look at the bottle and I flip it over. I don't know what made me do this. And I flip it over to read, you know, what they say, like spray wise. And all of a sudden the instructions say keep away from face and I was like what what <laughs> and I keep looking and I flip it around and it's room spray he was I spraying am- like Lysol in his <laughs> mouth yeah wait not in your mouth in his mouth in his mouth he was daggone spraying room spray in his mouth how- Zach how did you not <sighs> know what's the first spray well, didn't it have to look like room spray? So it was right next to the. It was right next to the mouth spray. That's and he messed was up. Like,
1: first of all, he's like,
0: "That's messed up." And I said, "Are you sure that like someone didn't accidentally move it?" Or like, he's like, "No, I looked at because he's like I would because he's like I looked at it and it was like X Y Z money X Y Z amount." And he's like, "I thought that was kind of expensive, but like whatever, you know, I wanted Get you, you to the good have stuff. options." <laughs> yeah, so. I have been, like, literally dogging him every single day. I'll be like, That's hey, so babe, funny. like, yesterday for dinner, I was like, hey, what do you want for a drink? And he's like, oh, I don't care, like, a Diet Pepsi. And I was like, oh, well, I have that or, like, I have Lysol. And he was like, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> it. Wait, so did it taste like
1: Lysol? Was it lemon? Was it full no, He said flavor? It,
0: he said it tasted like mint gum. Like that's he said it he didn't even know it was room spray. So we had to call poison control. I mean, it was this whole thing. He was upstairs trying to make himself vomit. Meanwhile, Wait. I'm on the phone with my mom crying laughing. Crying. I'm like, but my throat hurts so bad. So I'm like barely talking. It's like I'm hurt to laugh. Oh my gosh. It was Wait. a
1: mess. I asked you this over text, but I like forget now. How did the conversation with poison control go?
0: So what happened? <laughs> like, is what's he
1: like? I sprayed this in my
0: mouth. So you you send on a voicemail, right? And then they're like, you can Uh, go on our online services. So what he did was he, like, typed in what he had and how much he had. And then they're like, oh, you're fine. We'll give you a follow-up call. So he was fine. But it was just the fact of, like, literally my husband ate room spray.
1: I thought, like, you call poison control and it's like you get somebody immediately, like, when you call 911. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, I would die if I was the person But they probably hear stuff like that all the time, but...
0: <laughs> no, because earlier in the year, we had to do poison control again because when Colette had her first ear infection, I didn't realize that you're supposed to, like, eight hours. So huh. I was... Oh. I gave her... Like it right when I got it, and then right when I put her to bed, and I was like, Oh my gosh, did I OD her on a muscle? Like, I don't think you can do, but so I was, I yeah. already like learned that, so case.
1: yeah, it was oh, a whole yeah. thing. So, poison control is getting to know the
0: Foley's, the poison control knows the Foley gang. That
1: is oh, – That was so and funny. I feel though. great.
0: I feel better, so I'll an answer. But you sound better, yeah.
1: I don't hear good. the like, you had like a frog in your throat. Oh I was my like, gosh! Oh, that sounds
0: so painful. I had the fire <laughs> inferno in my throat. Ugh, gosh. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm glad mm-hmm. you're
0: feeling better. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, sorry, oh. <laughs> baby monitor.
0: Um, how was your week?
1: <laughs> my week was good. It's like a blur. I'm trying to like, as you were talking, I'm like, what did I do last week? <laughs> I mean, the only thing that literally comes to mind, and it's nothing funny. I mean, I guess it could kind of be funny. If anybody knows, like, we've been struggling to get Jack to feed himself for ever. And this week, I, like, turned around and was, like, doing something in the kitchen. All of a sudden, this boy is sitting at our very small, like, bistro table in the kitchen by himself with applesauce in one hand and a spoon in the other and feeding himself, bringing it to his mouth, which is, like, unheard of for Jack. I'm like, oh. Okay, you just decided today's the day. <laughs> like, yep, you did. So that was just like the one thing that's been on my mind like ever since then. I'm like, this kid, it's just all in Jack's timing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But
0: I think other than that,
1: yeah, I don't have any, I never have like as fun of stories, Katie. I gotta like, we gotta make things more interesting. Mm-hmm. My I front know. entry room looks like, um, Somebody got like mad, like Van Gogh went crazy and just started like splattering paint all over because Pete is very particular um, (laughs) and has been filling the like smallest holes in the walls and then he like primed it. So now I just have random like splotches of white all splattered all around my front entryway. So (laughs) that's great. (laughs) But... Um
0: that's something much exciting up. i have some exciting news i'm taking my first trip couples trip we so <gasps> where yeah, it's nothing big but so uh-huh. me and zach um you know our friends lizzie and zach lizzie yes, on here we are going to yeah. chicago and Fun! yeah and we just planned it we just booked our we just booked the hotel and everything no we'll kids about it. no kids We've talked about it for a few weeks, and then we were like, "Wouldn't it?" Zach said, "Wouldn't it be fun to go to a Bulls game?" And just so happens that the Pacers are playing the Bulls on that Sunday in Chicago. Yeah, (gasps)
1: that's so fun. Um, who's watching? Kiddos are like both
0: in-laws. Yeah, both of our parents. So what's funny is Lizzie and I are both married to Zach's, and Lizzie and I both have Lori's as moms. (laughs) Oh, I know Her mom was oh
1: Oh, that is that is like that is next level. Yeah, I know. I know. You guys, I don't even know. It's not like doppelganger, but like I don't know. That is so interesting. It's so, so the Lories will be watching the babies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's so fun. Yeah. You get to eat all the thing. You got to get deep dish pizza, Girl. popcorn. Go to Garrett's popcorn for me.
0: This is what mm. I'm going to be doing. Mm. Sleeping. And swiping my car because your are going I was gonna say, going to say, mile, excuse me, what? Sleep, <laughs> shop, and shop.
1: <laughs> that sounds amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear about it when you guys get back.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. But, um, but, you know, guys, we have always had so much fun with this podcast, and we say it every single time. But the thing that makes it even better is that we get to do it together, but we get to do it with other people too. And so at the end of the year, we had, we had put out something on Instagram. We wanted people to come see if they'd be interested. But be, before that, we had thought we had made a list, literally – in our phones, on our mm-hmm. notes, and we wrote down people that we would love to have on our podcast. And mm-hmm. we are so lucky because one of the people, I actually, I think she was like, besides Lizzie and Renee, she was right there. He and was up there. We mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, she was up there because we had. I have known this individual for, but I known her from a distance, and then I got to know her. And Danielle and I went to her house, and I don't think we've laughed so hard. And then we learned makeup tips together. And that was another thing that blew our minds. But um, we are so excited to welcome our friend, a fellow mama, Lisa Moore. Hi,
2: guys. Hello. Hello. Welcome. A warm (laughs) introduction. And P.S., ever since that, Gathering we did together. Every time I put my lightning stripes on my forehead with my contour, I think of you two. Oh my gosh!
1: The yes. lightning strikes. We're gonna have to yeah. like show a picture of yeah. her on Instagram. we might have to demo. do some
2: sort of tutorial.
1: This is how you do yeah. the lightning strikes. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh! Love that. Thank Welcome. You. super <laughs> Fun. You guys are amazing. I've so enjoyed your podcast. This is awesome. Well, oh, thank been you for very coming on. And yeah, absolutely.
0: And Lisa, why don't you <clears throat> tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? You know, who you are, anything that you want to know. And then we will just, <laughs> you know, us, we'll just go. So tell okay. us who you are.
2: Gosh, I. I literally had zero preparation for this on purpose because that's kind of how I roll. I Good. wing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're winging it. But um, but yeah, so basically I'm a mama of three boys. So if um, you are my friend or you get to know me, I may refer to the household as the frat house because it really is. <laughs> the Even the dog is a boy. <laughs> so I am, I'm really just the house mom and the frat house. Um, and I think thing. <laughs> I also just kind of thrive on chaos. So we got a lot going on here, obviously, just like with the family, super involved kiddos and husband and whatnot. And then I've personally been in the um, pharmaceutical industry for 18 years and I'm in rare disease neurology. So I'm, you know, in the field working with doctors every day. Right now I specialize in narcolepsy Um, And that's super rewarding. And I also, within that role, um, train new hires. So I've actually got two that just started yesterday. Um, So working, you know, with them, and I have like two little side gigs too. So I'm kind of busy, but again, that's like what I thrive in. So it's all good. It's all good. I hear that and you say kind of busy.
0: I'm like, what? Lisa, I have the funniest story to tell you, and I've never told you this. Okay, Okay, so Zach coaches for the Bulls, and Lisa's husband, Quinn, is the president, right? So Zach has known Lisa's husband for a really long time, and I've seen Lisa, you know, at different parts of the ballpark before I even knew her. And there was one game, like two, it was before I got pregnant, so like over two years ago, and I will never forget this. She came to our, she came to the field and you were talking Mm -hmm. to Andy because Zach was coaching that that fall team. And you had on this cheetah leopard backpack.
2: Do you know what I'm
0: talking about? And I was like, oh my gosh, I need that backpack. (gasps) And I had no idea where it was from, but I remember seeing you and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Quinn's wife. And then I was like, I need that backpack. So I first saw, like, really, really saw you up close. And I was like, she has the best style. And I I couldn't. Where did you get that backpack that is so random? I've had it
2: a really long time. It's from Stella and Dot. It's like a really old Stella and Dot. I got it like a home party. (laughs) And I now use it for work because it fits my laptop. It fits my calendar. Like, I use it for work. So I still rock that cheetah backpack I love it it is my <laughs> I literally was all over the internet like cheetah
0: backpack I mean I was like oh my uh, gosh no well, okay, you know okay well okay okay
2: I got you because the liner is leopard print like the inside liner is oh so the outside is cheetah the inside brown. is leopard yes so I got both of you yeah it's so oh, cute whoa <laughs>
0: You guys, I'm about to go on eBay and be like,
2: Stella and (laughs) Dot Fall Collection on (laughs) eBay. (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love that. Lisa, talk – a lot of our listeners, you know, we've had different episodes talking about being a working mom, talking about, you know – staying at home, and something when we talked with you that really stuck out to me is that, you know, to whatever title you are, to not let that define you, and I think that was really crucial because as, you know, in our work, we just hit our 30s, and you don't look a day over Mm. 30, but, you know, we hit, we're young moms, and sometimes we do feel that those titles You know, we're only that one person and yet we're giving so much to the world. Tell me how you got to the place where you were completely content with being a mom and working Mm -hmm. outside
2: of the home and how you didn't let that define you. Yeah, that's super critical to me as I feel like, you know, think about, and you guys are so much closer than even I am at this because I've got an 18-year-old, 14, and 7. But, you know, you're you're someone else's child, right? And all eyes are on you. And then mm-hmm. you're in college and you're kind of finding yourself. And you have like maybe a bigger pod of like friends that you can really find community with and people that are like-minded outside of like where you grew up. And, you know, they always say like in college, that's kind of where you find yourself, you know? But then you get married and have mm-hmm. a kid and all of a sudden like literally no one asks about you anymore. Like, <laughs> how's the baby? How's and <laughs> up? Is he sleeping? Christmas. What does he need for his birthday? Oh, like, yeah. And I actually this morning caught myself almost doing that. I went to Orange Theory to work out and one of our coaches just got back from maternity leave. I haven't seen her in, you know, like, I think she took like two months off. I haven't seen her in basically two months. My initial reaction was to ask about her child, of course. But like, I asked about her first. You know, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about being back? Does it feel like home? You know, were you looking forward to it? Were you ready? Mm -hmm. Because I think, like, you kind of lose your identity after you have children. And what's Mm -hmm. so important, I believe, is just that you don't forget who you are. Because it's very easy to do that. Because, again, you become your family. You become the wife. You become, Mm -hmm. you know, so-and-so's mom. But you're so much more than that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That, how how did so you good. find your worth? Um, that's an interesting question because I'm pretty strong in that, like, I don't let other people's, like opinion of me or how I perceive their opinion of me, like affect me at all, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Someone could literally give me like the dirtiest look and roll their eyes at Mm -hmm. me. And it doesn't bother me because I'm not here to be validated by anyone else, but like God and myself, like not even my husband, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm like bulletproof Mm -hmm. outside of God and myself. And so like, when you say, like, how did you come to your worth? Like, that, I think that's always been internal for me, too. Like, I'm a pretty confident person in who I am because I've made that such a priority. Like, I remember even when I got married, I was having a conversation conversation with my oldest sister. And she was just saying, like, some advice, right? And one thing was, like, never be afraid to say no. Like, now you're going to absorb his friends and their social life, and then you've got your friends and your social life, and then you're going to have a family, and then you've got in-laws now that live close plus us, and just please know that you can say no. Like, as a matter of fact, I'm going to advise you to practice saying no. Like, I don't care what it is. Even if it's a girlfriend that wants to go get nails done tomorrow and you actually do want to go do that, like, say no because you need to practice it. (laughs) And so... Mm -hmm that's good. That's just, and I just don't feel bad about it. I'm like, it's just not going to work. I'm really, you know, I'm so sorry. That's not going to work. No, I can't. I can't do that. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Were there things um, like,
1: you know, starting out as a new mom that like uh, you found like brought you joy or like, I mean, did you struggle with it at all? Like finding like your identity once you became a mom, like outside of that, um, were there things that brought you joy, yeah. um, outside? Yeah. Of motherhood?
2: So for me, I've always like, I have this like vision of just like peel the onion back. Like as life gets so crazy and you build your family and like all these external, you know, things like, Peel the onion back. Who were you before all of that? You know? And just Mm, like That's a great question. Like (laughs) skinnier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh like think about when you were a teenager. What were your interests? What you know, and for me, like it's just interesting because I've always been a fitness girl. Like I've I've always like I'm a super nerdy book reader. It's usually about business or health. I do love to exercise. I love trying new things. I grew up in a family that like we laugh because um, my mom, so granted, I was born in 1979. I was the fourth of four children. And my mom was like organically cool before it was cool. Like we used to make fun oh. of her and call her free range Philomena because she would, she would order her meat <laughs> from like farms in like nevada because she's like so my i grew up very like health conscious i guess is my point and so it's just part of like who i am and um i'm also i i love that by
0: the free range philomena because we always say things like (laughs)
2: like yeah and our language yes you know What is this? Yeah, Yeah. yes. No one ever wanted to like eat in our pantry because we didn't have any preservatives or, God forbid, like red dye and something. Like I couldn't have aspartame, (laughs) you know. So yeah. She was cool
1: before. (laughs) Cool was yeah the cool mom.
2: So I thank her now. I love that. Whatnot, but um. So and I've always loved clothing. So even – and we couldn't afford nice things. We I, My mom stayed home. My dad was a teacher, and I was the fourth of four children. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, lots of hand-me-downs, but I literally had a Rolodex of, like, all these different, like – styling options based on my closet and I would wake up in the morning or not in the morning because I'd do it the night before I'd like pick a card in my Rolodex of like well this IOU t-shirt with these guest jeans and these two and I would put outfits (laughs) together and I was all about clothes and so now I'm 40 almost 44 and like those are two huge things in my life is like fitness health and clothing like I love it. I love that. Yes. Why don't you talk about kind
0: of the full cycle of how, because we know a little bit about the clothing, but why don't you share with our listeners kind of how that progressed because you probably never would have imagined that this is what your life would be like yeah. now. like you know, you've manifested your passions. You know, you've you've been a working mom. You have three boys. And I want to get mm-hmm. back to the boys because there are some gaps mm-hmm. between that, right? And so talking about that, but I would love to get into the fashion yeah. aspect. And not only are you literally doing, you know, a nine to five or, you know, sales is probably much longer
2: than that, but you're also an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have, I have a twelve-year spray tanning business, so I have that, and then this clothing line, uh, which yeah. if you're local, <laughs> There's
0: if you local, we're <laughs> gonna tag Lisa. You better, Ooh, I, you I, I've, been, you. <laughs> yep, I've been, yep, I've, <laughs> I've been in her garage, everyone, and i I was tan for Colette's I was tan for first right.
2: birthday, yes, yep. yes, so. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting story how this kind of fell on my lap. And now to your point, to kind of like marinate in where it's at now, I would have never guessed. But so during the pandemic, right, when I couldn't go to offices, I couldn't go inside of hospitals. Everything was virtual um, because I thrive on chaos. I was like, you know what, since I'm already home and I'm living in athleisure wear and I love clothes. I'm like, I'm going to create my own line because I'm literally sick because I'm a Lululemon slo- snob and I'm literally over <laughs> dropping 140 whatever dollars on a new pair of leggings and no one even sees me in them because we're just like stuck at home. But I like wearing new things like, you know, you just feel good when you got a cute outfit on. And mm-hmm. so, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I had a like focus group. Well. I I take a step back. I wanted my line to be like a meat in the middle of like really good quality because again I'm not going to forfeit that but with more fair pricing and I wanted it to be super inclusive Mm -hmm. because I had several friends and still do that like I work out with at Orange Theory that you know, didn't fit the mold of the cute clothes that at the time, like Lululemon, Athleta's done a much better job. But at the time, like they didn't have plus sizing. And so like their options Mm -hmm. weren't the same as everyone else. And like, that's not fair. You don't not deserve to like wear amazing fabric that makes you feel Mm -hmm. awesome. And so inclusivity was huge for me. So anyway, so the name of my um, company at the time was called Sacred, and it kind of had like a, a biblical lean to it. And I had like a logo, and I had a focus group of women of all shapes and sizes and age groups, teenagers up to 50 something, 50 somethings. And we would be outside individually, because again, COVID, outside of a coffee shop in Scienceville. <laughs> Outside, yes. I totally forgot. COVID. It feels like a, you
0: know, it feels like yep. a light years away, where you literally, like, I remember standing in oh line God, to at get, oh to gosh. get
2: toilet yes. paper.
0: And remember oh the lines at like
2: Trader Joe's, and you know, we can only have twenty five people oh. inside. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh yeah. My cray, cray. Really yeah. Anyways, groceries when we brought them in the house. I didn't know. Yes. Oh. Yes, I would do.
1: I yeah. remember people saying that. I did not do it, but yeah, I saw people do know, it.
2: you don't know, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm like working on this sacred line, right? I had some prototypes and fabrics like being sent to me. Um, and because the gyms were closed, I was always running outside. And I had someone in my neighborhood mm-hmm reach out to me via Facebook. And she just said, Hey, I see you running all the time. You clearly live in athleisure. I have a friend that I played college soccer with back in the day. That's like talking to some clothing line that's like looking to, you know, they're in pre-launch. They're looking for people to like help kind of co-create the brand, provide feedback. You should talk to her because you live in this stuff. You know, it was kind of how it started. And so, of course, I replied. I'm like, okay, this is so weird. I'm literally trying to start my own clothing line right now, like, in my house, in my four <laughs> <Yeah>. walls. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, but, I mean, chances are it's not going to work out because I'm, like, really picky and I have this vision and, like, the whole thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I I will meet with her because I want to touch this stuff. Like, I don't need lip service. Like, I, I want to get my hands on it. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, anyway, long story short basically, so the company's called Savvy, and we have officially launched now. But when I started, um, we were in pre launch for like two years. And um, Savvy is like, ironically, everything I was trying to do on my own, but I don't have to do it alone. And so, it's been so much mm-hmm. fun. And it is something that being like, you know, a busy mom with a full-time job and fam- busy family and all of that, like, it's still something that mm-hmm. I feel like goes with me in my day and doesn't take me away from anything else. But I'm still casting that vision that I always had for this company. So it's something I'm super proud mm-hmm. of. Um, maybe one day I'll do Sacred. But at this point, it's evolved and it's been mm-hmm. so much fun. Mm-hmm. And it is and really me, cute thanks. clothing. I have yet That's to okay.
1: order, Lisa. I'm so sorry, um, but I have had like several things in my shopping cart, and I'm like, okay, you guys know Tightwad <laughs> Tina's here, but oh <laughs> yeah, she is But as... it really is affordable, and so it's super cute. cute. I think. Do you have stuff? I do your house?
2: actually. I have a little clothing like, rack right here behind so me, cute. but um, <gasps> yeah. Oh. I mean, I have yes, yeah. I got lots of stuff, so yes.
1: Cause I was like, maybe yeah. I should just come over and
2: yeah. <laughs> try on,
1: like, my sluttily. Yes, order. I'm like an old lady at heart. I like to I go know. into the
0: store and yes. <laughs> see? feel.
1: Yeah, better. me too.
0: I'm trying so to.
1: Good. I'm trying to be more hip and yes. do the online stuff. So
0: listen, <laughs> all I there. do is online shop. All I do is online <laughs> grocery pickup. I do it all online. Ladies, love me. it. <laughs> <laughs> teaching it me the way. Well, that is
1: awesome Um, how it came full circle.
2: Can you kind of tell listeners what Savvy is? So we are a lifestyle brand. Um, We started in clothing, and that will likely always kind of be our anchor. But we will provide products that will, like, take you through your day and help you feel better better whether it's I feel amazing in this outfit and when you feel like you look good you know e- actually before that like our goal is because of the quality of the clothing that you're gonna feel good before you even look at yourself in the mirror um and one thing I'm like yes that's and huge. <laughs> we do that by we don't use mannequins to design you know the clothing and seam placement and all of that. I mean, I'm kind of getting in the weeds, but this is kind of a big deal because nobody else really does this. But we use real women's bodies from extra small to 3XL. And they are our our mannequins, our real women's bodies. So everything is very intentionally made to, they're almost like custom made clothes. So until women of those shapes and sizes say you nailed it, I, I feel and look amazing. Like we don't make it. So that's thing one. Mm-hmm. So we want you to, like, feel good in the clothing before you even look at yourself and then know you look good and you just navigate your day differently, you know, when you're in a cute outfit. Um, but yeah. then, actually, oh, yeah. here's a spoiler alert teaser. February 1st, we're launching mm. a new product that will help. It, it's something you can drink. It'll be a powder you'll mix in, you know, water, hot or cold or cold. almond milk or whatever you choose that has properties in it for mood calming anti-anxiety clean energy and it has collagen
1: Hallelujah. Mm-hmm.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Yes. I heard mood swings.
2: Yes. <laughs> I heard anxiety. So, yeah. Oh, like you said That's mood amazing. So It'll be our first wellness product. So it's mm-hmm. more than yeah, just we're clothing. Yeah, we into wellness and beauty. It's, mm-hmm. it's the first it's all wellness clean, product. doctor formulated. Oh. Um, I actually get it today. So I'll be trying it for the next two weeks hmm. before, um, you know, I can actually officially offer it. And... Yeah, I'm so stoked. Let us know. Yeah, the feedback (laughs) has been really, really good. So I'm excited to get my hands on it finally. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. That's something that I hear that I think a lot of our listeners are like, oh, yeah, is this is inevitable. You are busy. (laughs) You are one busy lady. You have three children, a marriage, you know, two, Mm -hmm. three jobs. I think a lot of times, women in general, we
2: always mm-hmm. talk about balance. Oh, well, I need to balance this. How do mm-hmm. you, how does Lisa yeah. Moore balance her life? Great question. First of all, I actually don't like the term balance because I think we never feel balanced. And it's ever-changing. Ooh. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. um, but I do need my me time. Trust me. I mean, you gosh, if you had my whole family on here, like one thing – I yeah <laughs> we have eight spots so we can start <laughs> calling them in no, i family <laughs> oh, God. Um, one thing like everyone just knows okay mom has hit her threshold is like uh, there'll be a point in the evening where I'm like okay I'm literally I'm done I don't want to hear the word mom like I'm off the clock I'm done like I'm gonna be in my room watching trash TV I'm doing that and you're all perfectly mm-hmm. capable of anything you're going to come ask me about. You can join me and watch Trash TV with me. But there is nothing <laughs> that you can't do on your own. So I'm just going to be out. I'm, I'm upstairs. <laughs> so, or mm-hmm. I say, i, I love I'm that. ready for no one to need me. Like, that's probably what I say most of the time is I'm ready for no one yes. to need me. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to just take a little break and I'm going to be, you know, over there. So I think that's just, (laughs) you know, I have to recognize when I'm at that point, you know, and then that's where I Mm -hmm. rebalance myself or, um, because I have like a semi-flexible job and I'm, I'm in my car, my car is my office. I mean, I have a home office, but my car is my office too. And Like, I'm alone in my car a lot, and I think, you know, I can go into a hospital, I can go into a busy office and whatever and, like, have a lot going on, but I also can, like, okay, I'm going to my car. I can, you know, play music. I can listen to, like, an educational podcast or something and, like, recalibrate myself throughout the day, if that makes sense, but I'm very blessed that I can do that in my role. Yeah.
0: That's really good. And that's a really good point to point out about not focusing on the word balance. And I think yesterday I was talking with Danielle about this is recently I've been had I've been trying to shift my mind in a phrase that some people say, but it's protecting your peace. So, you know, you're finding what works. Sometimes some things don't work. And sometimes you really don't mm-hmm. feel like doing something. And so, like, for instance, there's something happening, you know... We'll just say the few next few weeks. And I just don't feel like doing it. And that doesn't make me a bad person. And I think sometimes we feel like we have to balance all these things. And we put these unrealistic expectations on ourselves when in reality mm-hmm. we're not protecting our peace. And that becomes really difficult and something because I think a lot of times women, we, we do want it all. And sometimes it looks like a lot to someone else, but it's kind of <coughs> what fills our cup. And so that's something that I've been learning is how am I protecting my peace? Because sometimes I don't want to do something and I do it and then I'm like, you know, and that's not that's not filling me up. And we had the conversation about the Peloton and not calling you out, but just saying, you know, it's not. (laughs) I don't know. No, but like it's not right now. It's not in your
2: uh, vision. It's not not in my mindset.
0: Nope. Nope. And that's okay. And that's what I told you. You know, you have to. Mm -hmm we have to constantly challenge one another and ourselves that if it's not if it's not bringing me happiness or if it's not bringing me peace then mm-hmm.
2: i have to reflect
0: why am i doing this and right. why would i want to put this into the balance
2: yeah. you know right. or
0: try to balance it if it's really not something that's like so true i h- hear me hear me work like oh my gosh yeah all know. those
2: buzzwords right <laughs> yeah <laughs> moving
0: the needle like if it's not I feel like I'm in a conference room but you know it's
1: it's hard and I can always tell when I've said like too many yeses like because I think there's a time and a place to say yes when it's like inconvenient to you or like you don't want to do it but like when you've said too many yeses I am like my worst self (laughs) my husband will call me out on it and be like you should have said no to this blah 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 like you're stressed So, and like, like you said, everybody has their own capacity, um, for that. So that, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, and it's about okay balance, to
2: say Lisa. no, you know? Yeah. It's definitely okay to say no, Ugh, but I think in the back. same sense, like <laughs> just recognizing for you, cause everyone's different. What does bring you joy? And yes, like I love hanging out with my girlfriends and I love hosting things and having people over and Doing date nights and all of those things. But, um, you know, I think like for the, for Christmas, for example, like we got our, sh- well, I say this, but Quinn does all of our Christmas shopping. He got our Christmas shopping done super early. The tree was up. We were like done. Okay. <laughs> early. Yeah. He literally does. Wait, can we get back, back to this? Back? Like, what? Quinn does all the, does Christmas, the Christmas shopping, shopping? Plans all of our vacations. Huge. Wait, what that's amazing. Doing? How did you Whoa. train him to his do mother's that? Son. That is what he is. Yes. Oh. Wait, so tell me,
0: like, tell, can okay. you walk me through this shopping process? Because I guarantee most of our <laughs> listeners are like, What? Yeah. How did she you do you know? This. We're like stressing yeah. out about what to get. Yeah, okay, so tell me, what
2: what is so he buys for everyone? The only everyone? people I buy for are the women in like my family. <laughs> yeah that's amazing zach foley, <laughs> zach foley i know you listen to
0: each and every episode so i'm gonna give you a second to really mm-hmm. tune in because lisa's about mm-hmm. to tell you what quinn does he for literally
2: so even oh, when you, know how you get the call from like grandparents and it's like what can i get so and so for i'm like I, you're gonna have to call my husband i have no clue i have
0: i don't know I what don't we've know. gotten <laughs> i don't
2: know what means. I don't even know my kids' shoe size. I am not kidding you. I do not know my children's shoe size. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> so tell me this, before, was
0: this naturally established throughout having children, or did you guys kind of figure out, this is what you're best at, and so I'm going to, you take this, and this is what mm, I'm best I wish at. I could
2: say I was part of it, but I really wasn't. He kind of took ownership <laughs> in that. So... Having, yeah. So yeah. having said that, you know, like, the holidays are a time that I'm like, okay, well, I know, like, he's doing this, that, and the other. Like, those are the times that I'm like, I'm saying yes. Yes, we're ha- we're going and having cocktails at wherever. Yes, we're doing, you know, dinner, girlfriend stuff, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. You literally just know. sang I'm a dream. I'm sorry. yeah I know.
0: what? Now we're learning so much. Do you think
2: he would still be the shopper and figure all that hmm. out if you had three girls? Oh. Gosh, I wouldn't put it past him because he can shop for me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever in our 18 years together, I don't think I've ever had return anything he got me. And he buys me things I don't pick out. You know what I mean?
0: Oh.
2: I know. I'm clapping. I know. <laughs> Oh,
0: my God. Okay.
2: Well, this leads me into a
1: question, talking about, like, if you had girls. What is it like being a boy mom? Or, I'm sorry, oh, as you frat. said, the frat mom house. in mom. the frat house. Yeah. Frat, frat mom. <laughs> frat house mom, yeah. Mm. Frat mom, yeah. <laughs> What's it like being the only girl in the family? You know, I
2: guess I don't know any different, right, just because it's our dynamic. But it it's a lot of laughs. It's a lot of farting. It's a lot of, like... We currently have a clogged <laughs> toilet. Um it's a big oh, old bill. It's yeah, it's all of that. Oh yeah. What um, are the ages of your so boys? Easton is 18. He's a senior in high school. And then um, yeah, Camden's 14, he's okay. an eighth grader. And then Dawson is seven and okay. in first grade. So we're kind of yeah, we've got every like Zionsville Community School building covered. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> How I do you, you feel about Easton oh. leaving the nest next you year? You know, I honestly, I, I feel good. I'm so proud of him. Um, I'm not going to get emotional, mm-hmm. but. So, yeah, he's playing baseball in <laughs> South Carolina at a D1 school that just really, it's just seems to be the perfect fit. Um I did not think I would get emotional. <laughs> but I no. but I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm like oh. so proud of him and it's exactly where he needs mm-hmm. to be and it'll be so fun to like you know ride that journey with him. So so yeah, but in the meantime, yeah. we're soaking yeah. up every ounce of him and You know, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to get a lot of his like senior stuff done and even like all the college stuff, like we're Mm -hmm. basically done. Like we've Mm -hmm. applied, we've paid our deposit, we know his roommate, like I want everything done so that we can just enjoy this time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Where? Yeah. Is it in Rock Hill, South Carolina?
1: Oh uh, my grandma God. lives there. Um, I think yeah. I saw you post about Winthrop, and I'm like, I'm
2: pretty oh sure that's where my grandma lives. Oh,
1: I love that town. I, so if he needs a
0: grandma, I'm obsessed with that.
2: Oh <laughs> Grandma Cochrum. I'm so happy to hear that because yeah, this is new terrain for yeah. us. I know nothing about Rock Hill, South Carolina. Oh, it's Carolina, so beautiful. So yeah,
1: Yes, Aww. The people are sweet. What? He's only like three hours yeah, from the beach. I think so. I think? I think Myrtle Beach is like three hours, yes. so you can go to the beach or something. Oh my I don't
2: gosh. know. Yeah, it'll be That's very. It's so cool. exciting, though. I'm but we raise them for this, right? We we raise oh them God, so that you feel I, confident. Yeah, I hate you want thinking to feel about that, it. That confidence <laughs> right. that like, no, this is right. Like, I'm not, I'm not crying because, I, I don't think it's, you know, gonna be the best thing for him. I'm so happy for him. Right. Mm -hmm. he's ready yeah how true is it that time (laughs) flies yeah yeah it really it really truly is and it's always like such an annoying cliche right when people say that to you so I try not to because Mm -hmm. every stage is just so different and so fun in and of itself and yeah Mm -hmm. so it's not like it's not like it flies away it just moves
1: Mm -hmm. oh that's good it doesn't
2: fly away yeah I like
0: that that's good yeah time moves tell me this being you know me and Daniel only have one hopefully you know we both can have more um how has you know as you've had more children I want to talk about that dynamic of being married for 18 years because you know a lot of a lot of the people that have come on the podcast, so we've had, what, three three guests? Lisa's our fourth, right? Yeah, I think we're so. We're all still mm-hmm. young yeah. moms with one child. Well, Lizzie gets two. But we're all still in our 30s, and so we're still trying to figure out, you know, and I read on Instagram all the time, like, make time for your spouse, and it's really hard because sometimes you're like, yeah. I just want to be at home, and unfortunately yeah. my kid comes with that, so, like, we're all going to be here. So, like, how have you and Quinn learned over the years to take time for
2: your relationship. Yeah, just and I think that kind of goes back to the whole, like, peel the onion back, right? Like, what were you before you became mm-hmm. a parent and had, you know, these major responsibilities? And, like, for us, we mm-hmm. love concerts, we love music, we love attending, like, events. And so we still prioritize that. Now, because he's the social coordinator, he's usually the one getting the tickets to, you know... <laughs> Luke Brian. Or- oh my
0: gosh, Quinn Moore, if you're listening to this, Sorry, the bro. fully household, we need a coordinator.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we need someone to I'm exhausted. Yeah, this is, <laughs> yes. The social coordinator role is key. Um, so he's really good about that kind of stuff and um just yeah, planning date nights. You just it's so easy to get away from you and even if it's a month or two out like get it on the schedule and it doesn't budge mm-hmm. you know like you're working your life now around that appointment That's so good. um I think that is mm-hmm. super critical because your conversations are different when it's just you and your spouse over dinner than it is when it's like your whole family went to go get mm-hmm. Mexican you know and you need those mm. conversations yes. you know um yeah so yeah, I think that's critical.
1: That's really awesome. Here this year, something Pete and I have been trying to make a priority is going on date nights. Yeah. And you were so right. Like when we went on our first date, we sat. Yeah. Where did we go? Bub's Burgers. Yeah. The place with like the giant burger. Anyways, we sat there. And it was kind of like, oh, we don't have to be like, oh here Mm -hmm. Jack do this or eat this and like you know trying to keep him happy we could actually just like look we almost were like uh what do we talk about (laughs) what what do we need to talk about (laughs) so yeah Yeah, that's really encouraging to hear
0: I think a lot of times me and Zach talk about how we come home from the day and we're exhausted you know and then it's like Oh, I know. I I talked to you all day via text. What more do you have to talk about? And then it's like, no, we have to intentionally make time for ourselves because as life Uh. continues to get crazier, um, we have to become more intentional. And that's sometimes Mm -hmm. something that I've always, when I meet women who have more life experience, I'm always just love picking their brain on what they've seen works in their life because the only way that we can learn, it's just like being in school, is being intentional and asking questions. And I'm always so intrigued by how people, you know, keep it going. It is
2: hard. It's really hard. It really, it's really is. Really hard. No. And there's no, no book for you this. You learn so. along the way. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> All I got to say is I think Quinn needs to write a book on how to be a social coordinator for your home because having a life that you are not shopping and that you don't have to return a gift um, sounds glorious because – I've been with Zach for eleven years now and I'm I've said this before on the podcast. It is no secret. The man cannot give a gift. Aww. But he did throw a surprise birthday party, which is shocking. He but the that, gift yeah. the gift portion
2: <laughs> we, But I'm we, sure he has his other strength. We need to work on it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, just not the gifts. And that's my love language. That's a funny thing, though, is one of my love languages gift getting receiving gifts. So when I receive a gift, I'm like, "Mm, here's a blanket (laughs) with Zach's face on it. Okay. Um, That's hilarious. (laughs) I love it. We always kind of ask moms that come on, you know, what's something that you wish you would have known back then
2: that Um, you know now? That's a good question. And I listened to your podcast, so I should have known that was coming. Um, I say a couple things. Like, um, when we first just had Easton, I remember, gosh, and I hope he doesn't listen to this because I don't think I've told him this story. I just... I mean, Camden. (laughs) Camden doesn't listen to this because after we had Easton and I, (laughs) Camden, if you're listening, back up. (laughs) Yeah, plug your ears. I remember thinking there is no way in hell I'm gonna love this baby as much as my first. You know, like I am not gonna. How how possibly can I even? do this and you know that's the first thing so if anyone else like ever has doubts about that right you really truly just do and then we did it again and I love them just as much as the other two so the capacity to love is like Mm -hmm. beyond your comprehension so I guess that would probably be the first thing Mm -hmm. um and Oh, I love that because I think a lot of times,
0: you know, they talk about after your first sometimes like having postpartum anxiety and, and like different things like that. And you're, and a lot of moms, even though if they don't experience postpartum anxiety, I've known a lot of people that are pregnant with their second that they question that exact same thing is how could I love my next baby as much right. as I love yeah. my first.
2: Um, so, that's so that's really a real good. Thing. That's real. so, yeah, don't doubt yourself in that. And then I would say the other thing would be um, – That I guess on the heels of like having multiple children, because you mentioned, you know, a lot of the folks you've talked to and even you guys yourself, like with one. um, Mm -hmm. It definitely doesn't get easier with each one, but your competencies get better, more experienced. So you have more confidence. So I know I've, you know, even like for myself, Mm, I was like, what the flip aren't we even doing? Like I tell Easton all the time, I'm like, we did so much wrong with you. (laughs) Like, I'm so sorry. Or I had these like thoughts and I'm so sorry. Like you didn't deserve that. And, um, but then when the second one came around, right, like things weren't as alarming. I'm like, no, this is totally normal. Like he's, everything's fine. Like we got this. And, and you also learn that like you know, the hardships are temporary because again, it time isn't flying, it's just moving. So you just get to the other side and just like anything else in life, like you learn in the hard and then you do better the next time. So, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said yeah. that like, you know, as a parent, you don't give yourself enough credit for what you're learning right now, even though it's so hard when they're little.
0: Mm. That's so good. I'm seriously yeah. going to be taking away the time moves um, because a lot of times we're like, oh my gosh, time is flying by. But that's I love that perspective of it's not necessarily flying by; it's moving. It's just yeah.
2: constantly going. Yeah, because they're that. super I fun. Really older too. That. Like I'm, I'm loving. You know, I mean, Easton's technically an adult, and he's, I was going to ask. I love that. hanging out with him. He's so much fun. Yeah. We laugh. I mean, it's just different.
1: Has your relationship like? Ch- I mean, I guess it's kind of, might be like a dub, but has your relationship changed or like, and it, is it like, I don't know. I guess my question is yeah. like, how
2: does it change Um. as yeah.
1: they get older?
2: I mean, I just think obviously, you know, your conversations get more adult-like Um and
1: uh-huh.
2: I personally, and we do this even like with Dawson, like, and now it's just at a different level with Easton. Mm-hmm. I want them to always know their voice. Like, I don't, we don't, you know. Once they started mm-hmm. talking, like we don't order food for them at restaurants. Like, no, you look the adult in the eye, tell them what you want. You know, like we go to the doctor, and yeah, you know, I look at that someone. You know, they might ask me a question. I, I'll look over at the boys, like, no, you answer. Like they're talking about you and your body and what you're feeling. Yeah, that's good. And so, like, yeah. that's always been kind of a priority. So, having said that. You know, now with Easton, like, he has his own opinions. It's not just this is what mom and dad think, and we have uh-huh. to respect, you know, that. And have we have conversations around his thoughts on different things uh-huh. and whatnot. And you're always guiding, but they're their own person. Right.
1: Yeah, that's that's something that I've kind of, like, thought about. I'm like, I I know that I can be a helicopter mom, and I yeah, obviously so am little. babying you're
2: my good child. Good <laughs> but I'm like... How do you back up as they get older? um, (laughs) When Easton did, you know, accept his offer to play baseball at Winthrop and we told him, we're like, okay, before anything else, like, you know, you need to reach out to like your coaches and, you know, those that have been really influential, I think they need to know first, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not like posting on Instagram before you like reach out to someone who was part of this journey. Mm -hmm. And, we, Quinn and I both welled up at his messages and conversations he had with some of these coaches and we're like oh my we didn't tell him what to say and we're like oh my god Aww. you're like a legit amazing person Aww. like <laughs> wow <laughs> so proud of you we yeah, created right. you <laughs> if he didn't catch him live he would send a text and yeah and of course he's like what do I say I'm like no use your words like whatever you want to say and of course like you know I'm like I would look at it later and be like Oh my god, you said it beautifully. I'm so glad I didn't tell you what I would have said because what you said was perfect. You know, so just always recognizing they're growing into who they are meant to be, and that's that's super fun. Mm -hmm. That's way more fun than being helicopter and worrying about their happiness because then it's just (laughs) you know you're just proud. Yes, yeah, which is a lot less stressful than just yeah. The alter- yes, exactly. I'm trying to control. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite thing um, about being a mom? That's a really good question, too. Um, and I feel like I've talked about pride a lot, and there is that, that. I mean, those are my most, like, what comes to mind is just when they make you proud. Um, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, we just have a whole heck of a lot of fun. I mean, life is just like more fun with each other than alone. So, yeah.
0: So if we yeah. have, if we have all girls in the house, yeah. is Zach a sorority dad?
2: Yeah, sorority <laughs> dad.
0: <laughs> I Yeah, he friend. would be right because we have Frankie, <laughs> and me, and Colette. So right yes. now, technically, yes. Zach is a sorority. He's like a maintenance sorority man. dad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> The maintenance man, okay. Don't get it twisted, Lisa. He does not do much maintenance <laughs> around here. <laughs> that boy, that boy, oh course is his through life. That's why I'm like, I need, I need Gwen <laughs> to come on in. I mean, that is why like, I'm gonna start calling this. That's so funny. love <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lisa, well, is that there was said? Yeah, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you feel like would be oh, really important for our listeners um, to know.
2: <sighs> you guys are coming at I'm like, let's do this whole wing it thing, but maybe I should have like, you know, thought of. <laughs> no, you're doing uh, great. I yeah. You're think, doing great. You know, it's actually been several years ago. I read a book called the happiness project. It's an old book, but um, it stuck with me that like go about, your day, your life, your month, your whatever years, and like, take note of what does bring you happiness, and focus on that, you know, and I think because we get so busy as moms, and we just kind of like go through the tasks of the day. We don't really think about like, but what did I do today that energized me or that brought me joy, or I just felt, you know, really happy. Just like, you know, with me, I really honestly didn't have time today to work out but I'm like I have a busy day and I know if I get my booty up and get over there first thing I'm going to navigate my day better because I did that because I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know I'm starting off on the right mm-hmm. foot and mm-hmm. I, I just know that about myself when I walk out of the gym I'm literally a different person than when I walked in so I call it my therapy <laughs> so find your therapy you know just find what it is. Um, yes, and do mm-hmm. yeah, do recognize Absolutely. the things that bring you happiness, and do more of that, and prioritize those things. Don't let them get away from you. Boom,
0: boom, baby. That's so good. I <laughs> yeah, heard that first from Lisa Moore herself. It. Well, yes. Lisa, we are just so thrilled that you took the time to speak mm-hmm. with us and speak with our listeners, because this does reach. A lot of people or to what we think is a lot of people, which over a thousand is a lot of people. Yeah, (laughs) great. And so the messaging that you've shared today is is really crucial for just good, great reminders and great growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to point out that we are going to tag Lisa, <laughs> and so if you do look at Savvy, reach out to her because oh, girlfriend you, has got it going on. I'm so blessed that I got yes. to know both of you, and look Thank at you us. Thank so much. <laughs> I know. Yes, I know. Look at,
1: um, we, had, we talked about this like months ago, yeah. so I'm so glad we finally <laughs> – Lisa actually reached out to us <laughs> like, okay, let's set a date.
0: I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Amazing. Yes. I love that. Let's Thanks do guys. it. guys. Love you. Yeah. Well, we love you, Lisa. Thank you for joining us. And everyone, thank you for listening. And we will talk <laughs> to you next Monday. Bye.